0: there, you are listening to IWG Radio, the place to be for all of your wellness needs. We just want to take a moment to thank you so much for listening and just let you know that any of the information that is provided is strictly for an educational resource and is not intended to diagnose or treat any conditions. The lifestyle interventions discussed should not be used as a substitute for any type of conventional medical therapy. Hey everyone, Dr. Nicole here. Welcome back to another episode of Integrative Wellness Radio. So today I'm talking about something that unfortunately so many of us are dealing with and it is very disempowering to many people that are dealing with anxiety on a day-to-day basis and you know one of the major questions I usually ask my my clients is 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 your anxiety triggered or is it completely random and unwarranted? Because that is a pretty big difference when, you know, we're dealing with stressful situations. It's common that some type of worry or anxiety can come up, but then there is other types of anxiety that we're dealing with that are coming on really rapidly. They're not necessarily being triggered by anything specific. And It's scary, it really is something that people, they don't understand, they are confused as to why it's happening, and they start to live their life in fear. And it's something that I hear so, so often. And regardless, if you're having this triggered anxiety or you're having this random anxiety, both are something that first have a root cause and secondarily do have a solution. And I think that's really important for you to take away is there is a solution to helping you to resolve the anxiety, not maintain it, not suppress it, but truly resolve it. And step number one is figuring out where it's coming from. And I'm going to try to keep it as simple as possible because when you get into the causes of anxiety, there are many, but at the end of the day, it's all connected. And it really comes down to a few key organ systems that are involved. And one of them is having different types of brain imbalances, So if your anxiety is truly coming from a brain imbalance, you might also find that you are having a lot of trouble with your sleep, you're also having trouble with concentration and memory. So if you do have that combination of symptoms, it might be due to uh, brain hemisphere imbalances. And one of the ways that you can actually find out if you have these imbalances is by something called a QEEG, so a quantitative EEG. This is something that really maps every aspect of the brain. Not only is it mapping the the hemispheres and the, the different control centers of the brain to see what's imbalanced, but it's also looking at your brain waves as well. Your brain waves are the key player in your circadian rhythm which has to do with how well you sleep or how, how well you don't sleep. So, with that being said, some of the reasons why we would develop brain imbalances. There are many. Um, It could be a head injury. It could be concussions. It could be that you are male versus female. So what I mean by that is women tend to be more right-brained, which makes us very creative and it makes us amazing multitaskers, but it does make us more emotional and more stressed. Um, Don't get me wrong. There are women that are more left-brained, but you know, technically men tend to be more left brain, which is very analytical, very detail oriented. They cannot multitask, but they can focus really, really well on one thing. So there are imbalances just based off of your gender. Um, I should say more so your your energy, your, more of your male or female, female energy, because personally for myself, I tend to actually have more masculine energy, which um, is kind of a, an ongoing joke between my husband and I. But more importantly, some of the other, you know, stressors that can come in through your lifetime, go back to the head injuries, the concussions, and it also can be due to toxicity. And, you know, if you think about the proximity of your mouth to your brain, it is very close in proximity. And a lot of the neurological, um, or I should say the nerves that innervate into the the head, the face, and the mouth, they're obviously all connected back to the brain uh, through something called cranial nerves. And if you do have a mouthful of dental work that could be fillings, it could be silver, it could be white, it could be bridges, it could be caps, it could be you've had a lot of infections orally, all of these things can actually get into the lymph that surrounds the brain and this can then create uh, the ability for these toxins to cross the blood brain barrier get into the brain and start causing problems and you know beyond that beyond dental and what's in your mouth there is definitely infections that affect us on a neurological level as well. And, you know, meningitis, you know, they say that it is rare, but meningitis is something that specifically affects the neurological system. But even sometimes, depending on where our immune system is at, when we get that um Meningitis vaccine. Uh, most of the time, we're getting that right before we go into college. You know, if you're really stressed at that time, or you're really run down, or maybe your immune system is just generally not great. Sometimes when you get those vaccines, they can actually stress the system more than create that really positive immunity. So uh, when I'm saying meningitis, you know, don't easily write yourself off to be like, oh, well, I've never had that, and you know, that that's really bad, and People usually, you know, are hospitalized for that because you can definitely have low grades of infections. And especially when you have low grade versions of the symptoms, like meningitis is very common, you um, know, like as a low grade infection when people are dealing with migraines, headaches, tons of neck pain, swollen lymph nodes in the neck. So There are a lot of different presentations of infections. They are not always what we see on Google, and they're not always what the textbook says as well. And in addition to some of the other things that can create um, brain imbalances, it also can have to do with other types of infections that are in the Lyme disease world. So this is another factor that if you are someone who has had a history of Lyme and you don't feel like your neurological system is, is what it used to be, then you might actually be having residual effects from that infection because it definitely can stress the brain and the neurological system as a whole. So when you're dealing with how this connects back to the anxiety is when we tend to be very right brain dominant, and we tend to be producing a lot more stress hormones in the body, we can easily shift ourselves into this fight or flight. And that is something that will keep us running on adrenaline, and it will definitely spike um, the reaction of anxiety. So this is so important to wrap your head around because so many of us are tired, but wired. We're, we're using our storage units of energy, which really pushes us into this fight or flight to keep us going. You know, a lot of us, I know, especially in this New York, New Jersey, you know, tri-state area, we have a lot of big business. The cities are high paced. There's a lot of competition. You know, we have people that are trying to juggle families. They're trying to juggle work. They're, you know, they're having these high profile jobs or they're trying to work their way up the ladder. And we are literally burning the candle at both ends. And this is something that burns us out. But at the same time, we tap into those adrenaline stores in order to keep us going on our day to day until our Bodies just say, No, you can't do it anymore. And this is something it takes a really long time for us to get to that full on burnout state, but it does happen. And I know because I've been there. And with anxiety, you know, I literally had this conversation the other day with someone, and I said, I actually um, did something called a bioresonance scan. Uh, it's a technology that we actually have here at Integrative Wellness Group. But um, there are certain uh, and more advanced uh, technologies in the bioresonance world. And that's one of the things that we're actually bringing to Integrative Wellness Group within the next few days. Um, but this was specifically to really evaluate um, more of the emotional connections to what we're dealing with on a day-to-day basis with our health. And I was really fascinated to learn that aspect of myself. And some of the different things that came up was fear and anxiety. And I really don't classify myself as that person. And what is so comical is that when we were, we were in the cab and there must've been something wrong with the air conditioning in the back, uh, where we were sitting. And if you've been in a cab, there's the glass that separates you between the driver and, you know, the back seat. So the driver took this tube and he put it into the back seat to really try to carry the cold air from the air conditioning into the back. So in my mind, I didn't say this out loud, but I was like, huh, you know, that's a little freaky. He could just kind of pump some gas into this tube and I could just pass out and be off to, you know, some crazy place that he can take me to. And I had this brief moment. And then obviously I just, you know, I moved on from that thought process. So after I had this scan and all the fear and anxiety came up and I was like, you know, Maybe this is what my fear and anxiety is, It's just these thoughts of like, oh my gosh, this something really bad can happen to me right now. And I said this to my husband and he goes, that's so interesting because I was just thinking that's so nice that he was pumping that air conditioning in the back for us. So it was just a it was very eye-opening in the sense that um anxiety doesn't have to manifest as panic and it doesn't have to, you know, manifest as something really extreme. It could be just those really, really worrisome thoughts. And, you know, as females and as caretakers, I feel like we tend to have those thoughts because when I was telling this story to um some of my coworkers, they were like, oh, that's normal though to think like that. And it really made me realize that this is something that so many people are dealing with, and it's just kind of a, a normalized thing. But, you know, living in that state of, of fear and anxiety is really something that isn't necessarily normal. And, it is something that really t- stems back to, it could be stemming back to our upbringing, it stems back to, you know our traumas, and then it also stems back to some of these physiological components. And you know, one of the, the other pieces of the puzzle outside of these brain imbalances has to do with autonomic nervous system imbalances. And one of the things that we do here at Integrative Wellness Group is autonomic response testing. And we do this type of testing because it tests everything that is stressing the autonomic nervous system. So this could be emotions. This could be environmental stressors like mold and toxicity, and it could even be infections. So when you go back to this concept of fight or flight, yes, it could be from brain imbalances, but it can also be from autonomic nervous system imbalances. And sometimes these imbalances are due to the nervous system being stressed because of these infections or even emotions and toxins. So there are many, many possibilities when it comes to the root cause of what is causing your anxiety. But I definitely think that it's really, really important to explore if you are holding on to a toxic or infectious burden Because unfortunately, it's too common these days with how corrupt our food industry is and how much toxicity is in everything from our food to our um, personal products, even to the air that we breathe. So... That is just so huge because removing that burden not only will help to stabilize anxiety, but it really just helps to resolve so many other symptoms like gastrointestinal discomfort or heart palpitations or mental brain fog or loss of memory or energy loss. So when you're dealing with an infectious or toxic burden, it really could affect or create anxiety, but it creates a lot of other stress as well on the body. So many of you listening have probably heard of adrenals. Um, I think many of us, we get into this state of just feeling absolutely exhausted, and we start to kind of Google and research, and usually the first thing that we see is thyroid issues. And then sometimes when we dig a little bit deeper, we start to come across information about uh, adrenal fatigue. And both hypothyroid and adrenal fatigue, I feel like any of us can read those symptoms and relate to it. But usually, this is an effect of other things going on in the body. So, again, your adrenals can definitely be taxed out because of these nervous system imbalances, toxic burden, infectious burden. But there is something that it was very off my radar for a long time in practice, but I see it so, so often. And it has a big tie to this influx of POTS syndrome that we're seeing. POTS syndrome has to do with um, people that are feeling very lightheaded and dizzy upon standing. And sometimes it's so bad that they constantly have to lay in a horizontal position to stabilize that feeling. And this has a lot to do with uh, very low blood pressure. So going back to the adrenals, the adrenals play a significant role in regulating your blood pressure. So if your adrenals start to get burnt out, you typically will start to move into a low blood pressure hypotension is what they call it. And, What happens from there is if your blood pressure is low, it starts to have a lot of issues with the delivery of oxygen to the tissues of your body. And this is actually called dystonia. It's a vascular condition that starts with low blood pressure, but then starts to affect other tissues because oxygen is not being properly delivered. And one of the major side effects of this manifestation of the dystonia, which again comes from the adrenals, is anxiety. And this is something that I always make sure to evaluate in the testing that we do here because... Yes, it could be the brain imbalances. Yes, it can be emotional trauma. Yes, it can be infections and toxins. But then we also could have this adrenal component that is creating this this dystonia manifestation. So dystonia, I do feel like is a little bit foreign to most of the medical community, I have had the ability to learn it and understand it based on some of the technologies that we have and some of my mentors that um, are physicians in Russia and Germany. And this, has, this condition has been known for a very long time, but they're now pretty much calling it POTS syndrome in the US. And what's interesting about the POTS syndrome is they pretty much say it's something that they have no idea why it happens, where it comes from, and that you just kind of have to manage it and deal with it. So really summing this up, the three major areas that I see that people are having their anxiety stem from is brain imbalances due to head trauma, neurological stress, um, if that's emotional or toxic, or and or autonomic nervous system stress, which again has to do with toxic burden, infectious burden, or emotional burden. And then there is this other less known trigger called dystonia vascular, which has to do with the adrenal glands. So with that being said, these are all different things that first of all can be tested and evaluated. And secondarily, they can also be worked with if we truly know which it is and we have a clear picture of what that person's body needs to start the healing process. Because in some cases, The person might have all three of these things going on. And honestly, that's the patients that I usually work with is they have brain imbalances. They have a whole load of different things, stressing their autonomic nervous system. And they usually have their adrenals burnt out and they're manifesting dystonia. And I can relate because this was me. And... For myself, you know, I had gastrointestinal issues, I had fatigue, I had, I started having these weird episodes of heart palpitations that would actually cause me to lose my vision. And then even at times I started having, um, I wouldn't fully faint, but I would have these blackout spells and they were always very close to my period. So, you know, as a young individual, I would have these heart palpitations that would sometimes uh, make me lose my vision. But at the time I was working in the restaurant industry, I was drinking tons of coffee, running on adrenaline. So I kind of just blamed it on that. And then when I started to have these blackout spells around my period, I blamed it on hormones. And, you know, when I couldn't concentrate in school, I kind of just blamed it on, I'm not good at science. And, you know, I find that this is so, so common is when we don't have the clarity, we just blame things. And and it's just human nature. It's how we're programmed. And we're also told that our health is going to decline with age and you just have to deal with it. And you just have to figure out what pill is appropriate to help to palliate that. And I really challenged that belief system. And that's why I ended up doing what I do today. But there is testing that is available. It's just not your conventional testing. And if you are in the conventional model and you're not getting answers and you feel like crap and you don't understand why your anxiety is so bad and you're taking Xanax to try to fall asleep or you're, you know, taking Clonopin or whatever you're taking you don't have to be on that road if that's what you if that's what you want to do. Then do it. If you want another option, if you want to fix the root cause, know that there is testing available for you. And really, what it comes down to is when you you know meet with a physician, um, and especially the physicians here at Integrated Wellness Group, is you know we're going to just sit down and just get an understanding of what's going on with you. And it's really up to us to decipher what is the root. And then from there, we will do specific testing to really support the the hypothesis that we have. So with that being said, there are different ways to not necessarily even talk about emotional pieces, but actually test to see what emotions are in your subconscious. Because we all got stuff, but most of the time it's completely not on our radar because we always feel like we've worked through it or we've moved on. Uh, There are different ways to evaluate the autonomic nervous system. So again, the autonomic response testing is one of those avenues. There are also ways to measure the brain hemispheres. And one of uh, the mechanisms there is the quantitative EEG, the QEEG. The best part about the QEEG is once you get the map of the brain imbalances, you can use neurofeedback to actually rebalance the brain. And then when it comes to the adrenal glands, like we definitely use some of our internal testing and blood work, but also there is other testing available um, in the form of urine samples that can give you good information about how well or not well your adrenals are functioning as well. So overall, the testing exists. It's just getting out the, outside of the box of conventional and starting to explore other modalities. And then when it comes to how, how do we fix this? How do we balance this out? I think the most important thing that you want to take away from this is that it's not one thing. There is no one supplement, one medication, one surgery, one therapy. It, it's just, just not how it works. And you can probably get success with doing one thing. It's just going to take a really, really long time. And if you want to do that, go for it. But if you're someone who wants to hit this from a lot of different angles and really resolve it as fast as possible and and really also balance the other systems that are either affecting or being affected, then you have to work with a practice that is integrative, you know, I get very frustrated with this term, even functional medicine these days, because functional medicine, of course, is a step up because it's doing very elaborate testing. And secondarily, it is giving more natural solutions to get to the root cause. But most of functional medicine is based on a lot of supplements and really strict dietary recommendations. And I did this for a long time. I did it with my patients. I did it with myself and I got really frustrated and I got really burnt out and I'm have a full-time job. I love what I do. I want to give as much time to my patients. I want to give as much time to educating people, doing my podcast and to wake up and do a juice and juice, do a smoothie and make my kale and meal prep and, you know, do all of these things. It was exhausting. It was okay for a while. And then I was like, do I really have to do this forever? And I'm not bashing a healthy lifestyle. It is absolutely essential to have a healthy lifestyle and to eat clean and to know how to navigate your grocery store. All of those things are absolutely essential. But when it comes to the complexity of our health these days, it is not one thing. And like I said before, you might have all three of these things going on. You might have the brain imbalances. You might have the autonomic nervous system stress. You might have toxins. You might have adrenal fatigue. So when you're trying to fix all of these different things, you have to figure out what is the foundational problem? Is the foundation the brain? Is the foundation the toxic burden? Is the foundation the adrenals? And then you start to work on the system, starting with the foundation. And when you hit it from different angles, so maybe you're doing some detox for the toxic burden. Maybe you're taking some supplements for your adrenals. Maybe you're also taking, um, some different supplements to get rid of bacterias that are in your body. Maybe you're doing some uh, different types of detox services that are helping to flush things out of your lymph nodes. So every person is extremely different, but it is very important to understand the whole picture in order to provide the right support to resolve the root cause, resolve the foundation, but also have results that are going to last. So again, for those of you that are familiar with the adrenal concept and adrenal fatigue, you may have dabbled in taking adrenal supplements. And then what happened when you came off of them? You went right back to square one. So it's not about using supplements and herbs the same way we've been using medications for many, many years. We are trying to get away from this concept of just taking something to calm us down or taking something to palliate the symptoms getting to the root cause is the way medicine always should have been. And that is really what we're trying to do here at integrative wellness group. We are setting the standard for people to feel empowered because they know what is going on with them. What is the foundation and what they can do about it. So I hope you enjoyed this. I hope this gave you clarity. I hope it gave you hope to know that you do not have to live with this forever and you do not have to rely on tons of medications. So, uh, Please like, subscribe to our podcast. We love when people are always listening to us. We have so much good, valuable information to put out there. Um, and for those of you that are really resonating with this and just want more information or want potentially to even you know hook up with one of the clinicians here to, to chat a little bit more about your scenario, uh, go to our website, integrativewellnessgroup.com. We do offer free 15-minute strategy calls. They're very helpful to just give you a better idea of how we work with clients and uh and how we can help you specifically all right guys until next week